Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Female women have a prostate and it's inside our vagina. It's about two inches up, two inches in. And basically, if you, it's the G area. It's not the G spot because it's different on women. So basically, it's like, it's like, guys, I'm I'm demonstrating to Laura. So basically, it's like here. Uh huh. It's oh, feel, oh my god, shit! I forgot we're I forgot we're filming this. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Love Boys Season Two, motherfuckers. Yes, <laughs> that was the worst stop. I'm not even gonna stop it. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about, like the fact that it is season two. Season two, that is unreal. We Why have loved so- hearing from you in season one, and the same shall continue in season two. We are here for it. Drop us a DM on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is lovebitespodcast underscore, or drop us an email at info at lovebitespodcast.com. That was literally the most, I think it's because we haven't recorded in a while. It was like the, I'm not you, I've forgotten how to use my words and stuff. I've forgotten how to speak and ask <laughs> any sort of dignity or decorum. Fiona, I have missed you so freaking much. I've missed you, I've missed you so much. Things keep happening and I'm like, I want to talk to Laura about it. For our listeners, like what, what when you're hearing things from the mouth of Fiona, this is genuinely the first time I've heard about all the things that we're going to talk about. We try to keep the podcast, or we had to try to keep love life conversation to the podcast, just to keep it as authentic as possible. So I don't know what's happening with you. I want to hear everything. Well, what what do you want to know first? Because I okay. feel like there are a few others. There's a massive, big silver elephant in the room <laughs> that we need to speak about we do need to speak about that episode, okay yeah i think probably the most impactful in terms of uh, yearning podcast of all was your chat with the silver fox we had a plethora a slew of messages from women 
asking for his phone number, <laughs> asking is he single, asking why Fiona and the Silver Fox are not together. This man is the ultimate wet dream of a man. <laughs> oh Articulate, well-spoken. He uses his big boy words. He is funny. He is witty. He sounds sexy as fuck. He is complimentary, but not overly oleaginous. He is a f- effing dream. So, backtrack. You and him were in the same room, correct? Having a chat. No, we weren't in the same room. We were on the Right, because I wondered, like, what happened when you finished the podcast? Did you have, like, a kiss, a cuddle, a cheeky finger? Like, I okay, so you were, you were separated. Okay. Yeah, no. So, just to give... I don't think I gave the background of how... I. So, basically, I... Um, we obviously went on that date, whatever happened, and then we started chatting in. I think I can't remember how we got back in contact. I think it was because I saw something, and obviously, like him and I did not end on bad terms. I think I saw something that reminded me of him. Anyway, so I, uh, I sent it to him. I can't remember. Anyway, and then I uh, the reason why I knew he would be good for the podcast is I asked him a question about dating women that are in their kind of late thirties, and he gave me such a great answer back. And then when we were talking about who we should have on as a bonus episode, I knew that he'd be really good. So yeah, I mean, not only did we have messages on Love Bites, I also had a slew of messages on my personal. I've never had so many people within the space of a week ask me the same thing over and over and over again. And that was number one. Um, <laughs> number one, which was, is there a chance that you guys would get t- together again? And... Uh, is he single? <laughs> yeah. So he says I'll, on the podcast that he is single. Yeah, I have a few questions, and okay, you did clarify them. momentarily, but we haven't um we haven't done a deep dive. So Let's now do a is deep the time. Dive. Come on, yeah. And obviously, this is requiring us both to be very honest, and I have my thoughts on your chat with him. And I know you'd message messaged me after and you'd said like everybody's talking about this chemistry and you kind of wanted to to flag it with him that you know so many people have mentioned how like mm. electric your chemistry was. And remember I was slightly um I haven't flagged it with him, by the way. Okay, because I was slightly reluctant for you to do that because I it was clear that there was chemistry there and I just didn't want you to come across like you were trying to push it with him. Mm. If that makes sense. Because it's clear that, you know, you guys did have chemistry, whatever that may be or however you may define it. But I just think sometimes women were kind of guilty of of forcing Mm. it in that sense instead of just letting it be. Because it's clear that he likes you and you like him. But then why is he not taking it further um I just wanted to get your thoughts on that like is it a case of you're a great girl he's just not that into you and I suppose that's what I was trying to say but it's hard to say that to your friend who's amazing but are you have you come to terms but that after he said all those amazing things to you and he really placated you and put your mind at rest about so many things he just isn't into a relationship the fact of the matter is, 
I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. So to yeah. be honest, like I, the, what was what was difficult, obviously, and and we us as women, we love to romanticize. We love mm-hmm. the Hollywood story that could have come out of this, which was you know everyone was messaging me being like, oh my God, you guys have such great chemistry, blah, blah, blah. And it was really hard to not get caught up in it all and go, oh yeah. my God, but we do. Hang on a second, hang on a second. And actually, I'm so glad I didn't flag with him because a week later, I'm kind of like, do you know what? I do really like him. But he, for me, like I rely like him so much as a, as a person. And I'm sure he really likes me as a person. Otherwise, we wouldn't get on so well. But equally, he categorically said that he didn't want to be in a relationship. So I don't want to... I don't want to go there. Also, like, I, maybe I've come to this realisation because of this conversation I've had with him, but I don't want to be with someone that didn't want to be with me in the first place. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't come back from that. Like, you can, but I would always be looking over my shoulder. And that is the problem. And I, I think I addressed it because I was getting so many messages and I had to address it on Love Bites. And I think I went onto the Instagram stories and I basically said that the problem is someone who is anxious, who is really working on it, cannot go out with someone that is as avoidant as he is because he, it just, I would be a mess the whole time. Yeah. I'd constantly be worrying, is he going to do it again? I would be worrying about it because... You just, it's when you've been, I'm going to say the words shut down, even though I know now that that's basically, he didn't mean to do it like that. Mm -hmm. But you, I, in the past, they maybe would have tried to chase it. But this time I'm like, no, because no matter what, he didn't want to be with me. Yeah. And I think that's what I was, that's what I felt when I listened Mm. to it. And then when you followed it up with, should I kind of flag the chemistry? And I just thought, oh God, like I know why, I know why you're swept away in it, but no Fiona, like you, the chemistry came from both of you. You're the best girl. He knows how good you are and let him come to you. If he's not coming to you, then no need to flag it. Like let, let Uh, it go. And I understand, you know, we do get whisked away and the romance of it all. And, you know, there was so much kind of hype around it and stuff. And obviously he is a dreamboat. And I thought it was so interesting as well. The fact that sometimes we torture ourselves with the, you know, the why has this happened? Why has that not happened? And sometimes you just have to ask, why did I not hear from you? And I know all the literature and like, modern culture will say no like cut them out and um, you know no need to speak to them like move on but sometimes we torture ourselves we create this completely false narrative that just the only person that's a real disadvantage is us asking the question asking the questions and having the turmoil and I love that you asked him and he simply told you he told you exactly why he backed off and a lot of that was that avoidant attachment style that now we know what that is previously before the podcast I don't think I would have known how to determine um or identify rather a an avoidant um relationship um but he was very clear and he was very honest about how he had been hurt in the past on more than one occasion. And Which is yeah, sometimes you just have to ask and they tell you these things. And that's okay as well. And it's okay. Also, like, 
uh, the, another reason why I didn't want to say anything was one because I I knew in myself I was maybe just getting swept up in what everyone was saying when I didn't know actually deep down if that's if he's what I want do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I know that on so many levels we tick each other's boxes but the deep deep level like the deep um stuff I'm not 100% sure and I would have just got swept up in it and also the worst bit was I wouldn't have wanted to say something to him and then lose him as a friend mm-hmm. because now we he's a great he's a he's a friend now and that's so nice and I'm so glad because you'd rather that to be honest what I found really interesting the most interesting feedback was um when I was speaking to Joe Westwood who is a codependency coach she listened to it and she said um number one because I was like what's your professional feedback um and she was like he cannot date anyone until he sorts this avoidant attachment style out and she was like so many amazing women will get hurt in the process Mm -hmm. um including yourself which is what happened not that I was like super hurt but like you know what I mean and she said as she continued listening she messaged and she said it's very she was like you are perfect for him Mm-hmm. but he is not perfect for me yeah one million percent and, and especially with you feeling anxious overall in a relationship mm-hmm. I think you know the shaky foundation of him maybe backing off and you know promising a second date and mm-hmm. then it never happened I feel like you would always wonder and you'd always worry if it you know regressed back to that sort of thing also but, yeah, what's I, so funny about this whole thing is me and him only went on one date <laughs> And like, no, but it was a bit of a whirlwind, it right? Was, it was like, a whirlwind, and you had so much expectation for it. Like, but I think your that was where the issue where it was like the best, the very best date. So, yeah. But I think that's so. Thing. What's so funny is that I think that's what the problem. I think that's what the problem was, um, and it has been my problem a lot. Is that and so many girls would, I'm sure, don't realize they're doing this. I meet someone and I project a huge expectation and put them on a pedestal when really they're just a guy. I did it with the photographer right at the beginning. I put him way on a pedestal and I was so stressed and anxious about his like shit replying. And now I'm I'm to the point where like, he's read my message from this morning and he hasn't replied and I'm not bothered in any slight way because I'm over it now because I took him off the pedestal. And I think that's, I think a lot of women have listened to that voice, uh, that voice note, that episode and have done exactly what I've done and romanticized him and put him on a pedestal and are literally going to me, why are you not wanting to be with him? Why can you, why do you not want a second go with him? And I'm like, you didn't like, it's so funny because the women, (laughs) the amazing women that do listen to our podcast and don't get me wrong, I did exactly the same. And this is what he was saying is they've heard his amazing character basically and he's super charismatic and mm-hmm. they've they've put blinkers on to what he was really fundamentally saying which was he i don't want, want a relationship, relationship. <laughs> he said that he does and he doesn't but usually when someone says they do and they don't they're probably not gonna look that he literally said it will take me probably what Either it will be I'm going to end up as a Jane Austen character with five dogs or I'm going <laughs> to force myself to find someone to appease my mother. And it's like no one heard that. Everyone heard our chemistry and our quote unquote spark. But then this is something you wanted to talk about. I have that with everyone. And it only okay. took my best friend Sophie to message me and be like, 
yeah, I know people are saying this, but you could literally have a episode with anyone and you'd have that chemistry. Very true. And you are naturally a very charismatic, personable woman. So is he. And so is he. So together it's this melding of two yeah. beautifully charismatic people. So there's always... Go- I mean, you and I have chemistry, Fiona. Yeah, I know. I also the best chemistry you out. So let's just, you know, <laughs> oh there's a difference, right? So Sophie made a very salient point. And we love salient points. You love a salient podcast. point. Um, you haven't said that for a while, actually. I know. At least, at least two episodes. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Did you listen to the um, episode with Fiona and the Silver Fox? What were your thoughts on it? Do you think that she, that she should have flagged the chemistry or per, perhaps in the future or just let it go? I'm of the opinion... The kind of the um the, the quote that kept on coming into my head is or the movie, he's just not that into 100%. you. Because there's one you know, that movie was filled with wonderful women making all the excuses of the day, you know, uh, he's been hurt before and whatever. And the reality is you're just not the person that is knocking him off his feet enough to take the yeah. the dive into committing to a relationship but there will be somebody that comes along that will do that for him yeah, 100%. and I think that's a really bitter pill to swallow but I also think it's so liberating that he's just not your guy and you're not his girl but you can be great friends and learn a lot from each other yeah and, and I think as women yeah. you say we try to force the issue we try to romanticize it and we try to create a scenario that unfortunately is very destructive to us long term and sometimes you just have to give yourself a gentle hug and say you know what darling he's just not that into you but that's fine because he's freeing you up for somebody that who is so desperately into you head over heels and loves everything about you and will put aside all those avoidant mechanisms all those character traits of avoiding relationships and they will be put aside because you are the one 100% and also my wonderful friend Sophie did also say I think that when you listen to him and I have said all these lovely things about him because he is great mm-hmm. women and I'm saying women collectively across the globe we then tend to and this is something that maybe I did with him and I've done it with so many other guys as well I will think that they are the only good guy in the world so like because he has so many like he's good looking and charismatic, all this stuff I am like you worry you you worry and this is, I think, what everyone's point to me was when they were messaging me, being like, oh my God, don't let this one go. And it's like, guys, he's not the only good-looking, mm-hmm. charismatic, articulate whatever guy in the whole world. He's yeah. just one guy. God, I've really And it should never be that difficult break. to try to like lure him in no. and capture his attention. You know, it, it should never be so much of a struggle. Like we've always said, it should be easy and organic. 100%. And, you know, so... Anyways, great episode, by the way. It was a great, I really, really enjoyed it. And honestly, I really, really enjoyed all the feedback. I think my favorite feedback so far was my cousin who is 20 um, and her group of uni friends and they listened to it and then they were group chat on the group chat going, the Silver Fox is defo a fitty. I listened to them. (coughs) I listened to it whilst on holiday and I had my airpods in and 
I, you know, finished it and I probably was on my like 15th um, gin and tonic of the day. Um, and I was like to my boyfriend, fuck this guy. Oh my God, articulate and suave and well-spoken. And he was like, all right, love, chill the fuck out. And I was like, no, but seriously, you have to listen to this guy. Uh, he didn't. He was like, I'm sorry, love bites is your thing. I quite frankly don't give a fuck about you, the love bites or the silver fox. But um, I was absolutely creaming myself around the swimming pool listening to his voice. He is yeah, he's got a sexy dapper voice. Dan. <clears throat> he's a very sexy guy. I really yeah. wish that we'd ended up, you know, I wish we, I kind of wish we'd had sex, to be honest. That's what I thought. I, I thought know. potentially after the Love Bites podcast, you'd maybe just have like, been like, would you like a glass of Chablis? And then, you know, yeah, maybe I'd one quite... thing led to the other. Maybe he, I can totally imagine. Fuck, I, bet, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Well, I'm sure he will. Um, I feel like he'd be the type of guy that's really good at oral sex. <laughs> and I did oh, the sign. I did the sign. That's very specific. Maybe it's because I haven't fucking had oral sex for ages. Actually, no, that's an absolute lie. I had it last week. <laughs> okay. So that aside, tell me <laughs> how you've been, what Fuck you've been Laura. up to, who you've been seeing. Like, I actually don't know anything in relation to your love life. So pray tell. Well, fuck, I've been really wrapping shit up. So like okay. I've been wrapping shit up because I'm about to leave. I'm literally sitting in an empty house. I'm mm-hmm. leaving on Thursday. I'll be back in December, but I'm leaving on Thursday. and I'm just wrapping shit up. So I basically saw the barber for the final time um, on... That's a throwback. Yeah. Because okay. I, I was... Obviously, be, I've been seeing the photographer, but I was like, do you know what? I just want to say goodbye to the barber because I just want to like, I really want to close that book. Um, so I went out for dinner on Thursday night with my friend and then I was wearing a very sexy dress and I was like, this fucking can't go to waste. Mm-hmm. And the photographer was on holiday. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I messaged the barber and I then we basically made a plan that I was going to go back to his after dinner. And anyway, I went to his and basically he opened the door and I just looked at him and I got the ick so fucking bad and I could not get it out of my head. So he's always had like fa- like fairly long hair, but he like ties it up in like a half man bun. And obviously he's quite, he's quite edgy. Obviously he's like covered in tats and whatnot, but he had it up in like a full man bun and it just looked so wrong. It looked so wrong i did not see that coming i did not think that you're i kind of like i kind of love the fact that you got the egg like that closed the book in such a monumental way like there's no looking back like it was like the last time i was ever gonna see him i was like do you know what just i know like i know i'm seeing the photographer but i was just like i me and him are still like we're very it's like casual thing isn't it Mm -hmm. um and I was like, I just need to like fucking end this shit with the barber. Um, and I just looked at him and I was just like, oh my God, I literally am dry. <laughs> I'm dry down there. So I had to really work hard. I had to work hard to oh, get, so you get did it up. Proceed we had sex. With... Yeah, oh, we, okay. we went and had sex. And then like, I just like, it was fine. Like it was good. It was like, not like, it was like, whatever. Like we've had sex. We obviously, we, me and him, this thing has been going on for so long that I feel like me and him are like, we can, we know what to do. But it just like, honestly, Laura, I got the it, you know, when, and even when like, I was like, okay, maybe I just got the ick now. And then when I, we like went into his house and I was sitting there and I was like, I've got it so bad. And even when we, we started like kissing and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't get out of my head. I could not okay. have got out of this like quick enough the next morning 
I think that's a positive thing. I don't Me know. Too. How were you able to proceed with the sex with the ick in your stomach? Is it because functionality, you know mm-hmm. what is around the corner with him? He can give you excellent squirting Cunning, time. Cunning, that happen again? Cunny lingus. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he does. He does Another it every time squirt now. sesh. Yeah, he does it every time fuck? now. I know. It's really oh, weird. I, but he's the only one so far. Or, okay. Soon, please. Are you going to give us a demo or like a little bit of intel? How does this? I'm not going to give you a demo. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not a demo. You don't have to sit there with your flaps hanging out. But you know, tell us, like, uh, yeah. what does he do? Have you asked him what are you doing down there to make this happen? Yeah, well, I've discussed it. So obviously, I, I wanted to do a full episode on it because I'm really researching it as to how. Because basically, just to give you a quick summary. But we'll do. I feel like we need to do a proper episode on it. Basically, the female, the females, female women have a prostate, and it's inside our vagina. It's about two inches up, two inches in. And basically, if you, it's the G area. It's not the G spot because it's different on every, women. So basically, it's like, it's like, guys, I'm dem- I'm demonstrating to Laura. So basically, it's like here. Uh huh. It's oh. Oh my god, shit, I forgot we're I forgot we're filming this. It's okay. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, stand up there, love. <laughs> Give them what they want. So basically basically and you you it's like a you know the when you finger a guy's ass, you do yeah. the come hither thing. Come hither, yeah. It's basically very similar, but on inside the vagina. And mm-hmm. basically you'll feel like you want to pee, but you won't pee. That's what you're squirting. So it's like the, it's female ejaculation, basically. Okay. He does this thing called, and I Googled it, and I've been watching all this squirt porn because I've been really wanting to like see the, I wanted to be getting the tactics and I listened to this, um, this uh, podcast about squirting and like, the technicalities behind it but there's this <laughs> technique called the the thrust and pump <laughs> so basically, basically he's like it's quite like it's quite like a aggressive movement anyway I, basically we'll do a full episode on it because i feel like we need to go into more technical detail but i just don't okay, have my, i don't have my so notes for me i don't have my notes for me did it wrap things up beautifully, Fee? Did you achieve Lovely. what you wanted? Absolutely, because I just was like, no more, thank you. Because I would have worried if you met him and you were like, oh my God, he just rocks my world so much and he's so gorgeous with this little man bun on his head. Man. And actually now you were like, oh my God, you look like a dick and actually you've given me the ick. I think that's good. I think that's a positive. I think that was a power move for you and I think that's awesome. But I also think that it's something to do with what happened with the episode with the silver fox because it made me realize so much because me and him spoke about tick boxes and things like that and I said to Mm -hmm. him the huge tick box that I never get fulfilled is the one that I can't introduce to my family and also I was thinking about all these things like you know um he can't he he's never given me what he's never treated me completely correctly and actually Mm -hmm. I don't want that anymore I don't want to be treated badly I don't want casual sex even though it has been wonderful and tell me how have things been going with the photographer how have things been going with the photographer really really good and i also had a realization yesterday to wrap things up which has been i've had lots of like good stuff that's happened so him and i went on our final date yesterday last night 
Um, we went out for dinner and halfway through dinner, I just looked at him and I was like, you're very good looking and you are such a nice guy, but you and I are not meant to be together. Okay. Just, we're not on the same page of, on a lot of stuff. He's not, in, he's not romantic enough for me and I really need that. Mm-hmm. So, and he's very um, helpful. But. Will you, how do you plan to continue things with him or are we're you not. leaving it? Okay. So you're, that. that's it. That's it. Wrap, um, wrapped up per, like that's it done yeah and like you know tomorrow he's coming around to to help me move some stuff and I'm staying with him on Wednesday which is the look that I have a bed um which is my night the last night so like really nice like no 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 bad um nothing bad actually I think the last thing I said on the last episode we recorded I said that I was going to say something to him mm-hmm. but I say this you did so did yeah you? Yeah, I did speak to him and I actually think this is basically why it's kind of ended this nicely. So I said to him, I don't want it to end. And he was like, I don't either. But the fact, you know, there is, it has to end because you're going and there's nothing we can do about it. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And I said, would you have wanted to make things more serious if I was staying? And he was like, I can't say, but probably not. He was like, I really... I'm really happy being single. And he was like, maybe I'm just super used to it, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, all I was hearing was, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And I was like, that's fine. And I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. And that's the thing, Fiona, you don't want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you. And that's exactly the point that we've Mm. been trying to drive home for so long. I know, finally getting it. Finally, it's clicking. You're great, but if you don't want to be with me, that's absolutely fine. I am not going to thrust myself on someone that doesn't want to be with me because I'm a fantastic girl. And if you don't see that enough to be in a relationship with me, no hard feelings, but I will move on. So 100% used your big girl words, which is great. And I said, you know, fair play to him for being honest. I yeah, one hundred percent. Very honest. He's very honest, and I don't. It, he doesn't not like me. He likes me, of course he does. And I said to him, you know, like I was like, I do have feelings for you. I'm not gonna lie. And he was like, I have feelings for you too. And then he was like, I don't want you to get hurt. And I was like, Oh, shut up. But I said, I said, it's not. I wouldn't get hurt. I was like, actually, I'm not seeing this as like a bad thing that it's ending. I was like, we've had a really nice two months together. We've had such a lovely experience, and I'll think of like nothing but positive things. And he was like, oh, well, that's very mature. And I was like, I am 30. <laughs> I would hope that that would be quite mature at this age. So, yeah, uh, so you don't think there's going to be any, like, miss you messages or h- no. how's it going? Okay. So no. you're going back to Dubai with the freshest slate one has ever yeah. seen, ready to be painted and canvassed with all of the majestic men of the city. I mean, majestic men is a stretch. Such a stretch. Like. Yeah, I know. But let's be hopeful. This is a new season in your life. It's a new chapter. One hundred percent. Things are around the corner, and the thing is, Fiona, you're in such a different headspace that when you left Dubai the last time, and we left when we were in the grips of COVID and didn't know what the fuck was happening in life. Firstly, successfully, professionally, you are soaring like an. Uh, you are an albatross right <laughs> you have taken yourself from the flames of covid and you have an, emerged a phenomenal businesswoman you've got that okay secondly love bites has taught you so damn much 
You know what you're worth. You know the crack and you're prepared to go out and get it the same way you go out and get your business prospects. You will be attacking it in the same way. methodically if somebody doesn't like you and you get the feeling no thank you move on you're not there trying to push it or force it with anybody you are fiona fucking wish heart oh laura love for you you're fiona wish heart and you remember that my darling so i'm really excited about it and it's gonna be great i'm gonna i'm really gonna also like to our listeners that are in dubai i'm really gonna be researching it i've got a column in cosmo that's gonna come out four times a year we're gonna potentially do some more stuff online which i'm basically gonna be talking about like investigating um the dubai dating scene what it's all about really excited about it so i'm coming to dubai as well (gasps) um, as you know for a month and obviously I won't be out in the pool, but I am a wicked wing woman. You are. And I have no problem going in a bar and being like, excuse me, friend, will you see my mate? Are you single? What's the crack? Come on and like, let's mail this. So I'm going to be able to experience firsthand Fiona 2.0. out on the prowl, which I'm very excited about. And I'm really excited to do the pod- the podcast sitting oh in the God. same apartment drinking wine together i mean you'll probably have a cup of tea i will no, I'll drink I'll, I'll well it's only because i'm fucking scarred from being so wasted on that podcast i can't drink anymore on the oh podcast. my god you know that was such a winner don't worry about that love um, so really really excited to see you over there and i'm just really excited to hear you know how you're finding dubai in this new season of your life and me too i haven't been single in dubai since 2019 because okay. I, you know, met my ex and then we went into COVID and then I left. So I've not been single for a while in Dubai and I'm, I'm in a different headspace. And I'm really excited. Um, and what I said, what I said to my friends today, which I think is really funny. Um, obviously, so the photographer and I will have our last night on the 29th, which is okay. basically this will come out a bit lot later, but it will be the last night before I moved to Dubai. And um and I was like, it's really weird because I'm going to say goodbye to him and I won't know. It, it, it's like going into the unknown. I won't know where my next shag's coming from when that hasn't happened in a really long time. Because obviously mm-hmm. me and him, we see, we've been like sleeping together for a while. Before that, I was sleeping with the barber. And it's like, fuck, I'm not going to have any casual sex. Well, I'm, hello, Dubai is the... I know, it's, you know she did say that. The hotspot capital of casual sex should be absolutely <gasps> fine. Oh my god, I need to tell you what we did last night. So basically, I did you see my Instagram stories about the cock ring? Oh my god, yes. Okay, have you used a cock ring before? No, I haven't. Okay, so basically, there was lots of like, there was lots of different opinions about this cock ring. So basically, I don't know why, I just had a really, I just was really interested and intrigued about what the fuck a cock ring does because to me, it just doesn't seem like it does anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like. To describe, for those who didn't see the Instagram story, it is like a round rubber ring and it's got like a little cylinder vibrator attached to it. And then you slip it on the dick and then that's what it does. Anyway, so... Yeah, but explain, how does the... And it connects naturally with the clitoris, right? Well, okay, so basically it goes on the base of the shaft. Let's use it's the correct word so I don't get pulled mm-hmm. up for not being woke. Um, and... <laughs> Oh my god, by the way, just a sidebar. So me and the Silver Fox were talking about sugar daddies and sugar babies, and someone pulled me up for using sugar baby incorrectly 
Apparently, oh. I thought sugar baby was someone that has a sugar daddy, but apparently a sugar baby, well, apparently in the gay world, is actually a younger person that has more money. But I didn't think, I don't know if that's one strictly true. Fiona, so, there is so much now that we don't know. There's so I much that know. can be said that people are offended by. And whilst we try to be all things to all people, sometimes we get it wrong and that's fine. Yeah. So The vulva vagina, I think I really offended. But anyway. Oh God, you really pissed that girl off because you <laughs> called really it a vagina, it. not a vulva. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> Anyways, we try anyway, our best, but like, give give us a chance. Anyway, so it goes on the base of the shaft or the long bit of the penis, mm-hmm. um, and then it vibrates. So I then put this up, and then lots of people messaged me and was like, and I said I didn't really understand why it was so tight. The reason why it's tight is because it's supposed to be tight on the penis because it will it like res- it restricts the blood flow so that the um, penis is harder and, and erect for longer because of course in the and the base the blood flow is stopped i'm just picturing a really unhealthily purple throbbing penis like, because the, i'm gonna use the my blood hair is... yeah i'm gonna use my hair tie on my finger as the so it's like this at here and it's like so this would be a big throbbing i don't know if that would be pleasant if okay. you know when you put a when you put a um a bobble around your wrist and it's yeah. on too long and then it goes all like swollen and sore. Yeah, I it's mean, really weird. Is that pleasurable for a man? Two men, it is. Two men did message and were like, we really, it's it's really enjoyable. And oh my God, please shout out to this listener because I'm not obviously going to mention her name, but fucking shout out to her because not only did she give me a blow by blow, excuse the pun, um, description of how exactly to use the cock ring. She also then <laughs> we also then started talking about blowjobs, and she sent me a video of herself licking, like licking, like pretend licking a penis. So shout out to you, you're our girl. <laughs> that is brilliant. It I didn't was see so, those stories. Oh my god, it was so funny. Oh my god, it was so funny. She's so great. Um, she told me basically to get on top and then use the vibrator and like grind against the, the clip. Anyway, tried one on last night, was not and? super successful. He was like, I don't feel anything that's not doing anything. But I thought it would be more for your benefit than his, no? He was doing me from behind, so maybe we need to try again. Right, got you. I will try again and report back. I also bought this like, I went to Anne Summers yesterday, I also bought this like, it's called Ghost ghost cream or ghost rub or something and it's like clit clit rub so you put it on your clit and it apparently gives you like an amazing orgasm oh nice yeah i'd love I left, to try I left that at his house shit i need to message him and be like don't throw it away um <laughs> hang on let me just message him now and be like don't throw it away have you tried that yet fee no because <clears throat> i uh couldn't get it well because you know when like i i we started like um having sex and i went oh my god the cock ring so i went and got it and then i remembered the the ghost rub whatever the fuck it's called and i couldn't get it open and i was like fuck i don't want to ruin the mood even more do you know what i wouldn't mind trying out a wee uh a wee cock ring i watched can you please go um, and go the optimum sex time today as per the love bites video optimum sex time for a female to reach Mm. orgasm is between 30 minutes and 60 minutes so well half an hour and an hour i'm pretty sure i haven't had sex for that long in a long time and i wonder am i just rushing it and potentially one of my issues is the fact that i so often feel rushed and therefore don't really have time to get out of my own head 
So that's something I did flag today um, to your man. I was like, we need to spend more time. And he's like, Laura, you're the one that like always rushes it, which to be fair is the truth. I also, definitely need to need to spend more time to actually make it an experience as opposed to a ticking of the box, you know? Absolutely. And I, I you know, it's also the time of day because it's usually like the evening, isn't it? When you're just like, oh, so Bloated, tired. So tired. Tired. Like, like yeah. yes, like last night um, we went out for dinner and by the time we got home, we got home at like 11 and I like packed like this sexy crotchless like body and I was so tired and he was so tired. I was like, oh, we're probably not Did you just drop tonight. in that you were a sexy, sexy crotchless bodysuit? No, I did, I was I had it in my bag to wear. It's from Ann Summers. It's really nice. I'll link it below. Actually. Is that those? I, that, I used yeah. to wear those back. The long ones. They no. are so racy. They are like perverse. No, you no, know, no. Like the, it's like a body stocking. So no, funny. not. The- <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what you were talking about? No, but I know the one that's got like yeah, I know the one's like fishnet full body thing. It's not like that. No, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, like a swimsuit body. I had an ex that had a pinch on for those, and you used to really? buy them in Dubai Mall. Yes, Dubai Mall. Where, in a- car four. No, there were about 300 dirhams, like 50 quid, and you'd only be able to wear it once for obvious reason. It used to get ripped and crusty so um there's a shop in dubai mall and it's like quite an innocent lingerie shop at the front there's like neck you know kind of long oh, I, know. I know which one and yeah. then you go to the back you can find whips chains not dildos but you can definitely find explicit underwear um including body stockings anyway it's just putting it out there we had our first holiday together fee yeah well i was gonna ask i was like tell me about your holiday i want to know about like how your banging situation is going are you having more oral orgasms yes so the the first holiday obviously we did everything arse about elbow because you know we started dating in covid and we basically moved in together got a dog before we actually had a real life date because things have only opened up quite recently at home so I feel like we've very much been living like a married couple and at times that comes with its downfalls because you know you know, the closeness that we have sometimes negates the passion and all those things. It's normal and I get that, right? And it's a work in progress and we need to constantly be mindful of those things so the passion doesn't slip. So we're really looking forward to this holiday and I knew that we get on so well because we do in real life. But there were definitely, uh, definitely big differences highlighted and exacerbated on the trip. Like, for example, I am so friendly and would talk to a brick wall. I would make friends with anybody. He, whilst very polite and friendly, doesn't want to speak to anybody new. So when I start striking up conversation with big Stephen Fowl from Northumberland next door, having like um gin and tonics at half past nine in the morning, he's like rolling his eyes and he's like, for fuck's sake, she's gonna start dragging me into conversation soon enough. So that was that was a that was a big difference. But we managed it, right? Because I just kind of had to scale back how sociable I was being, because obviously we were there together. And I suppose he was trying to push himself out of his comfort zone with being like, oh, hi, yeah, hi there, <laughs> that sort of thing. He hates PDAs 
with a passion really to the point that we, we don't go out with people and I know that when we're around his parents or my parents he's always said please don't kiss and hug me and stuff and it really you know I can see that it makes him uncomfortable but I had no idea this applied to like everybody in public so uh, holding of hands is okay but anything over that he is so uncomfortable like to the point where like he's like please stop this and I'm like are you are you serious or are you joking and he's like I'm being serious and I was like what the fuck oh my god so then I started joking and chasing him around the swimming pool and I was like come to mama like in, like a real creep and he was like getting really flustered and I'm like oh my god I you're actually serious holy shit don't worry about it like relax you know we'll keep the the affection to back in the room or whatever so there was that I also had a day of what I like to call my sponsored silence where I don't know what has happened I wake up in foul form I feel sad I feel like I hate my life I hated him I hated everything that could possibly happen sponsored I woke up silence. yes but me and my sister have called it this coined it the sponsored silence for years she's had it for years and I wouldn't call it a depressive episode but it's definitely a lull and it's a mood that you cannot shake for love or money quite often you wake up three days later and you have your period but actually I wasn't hormonal this was just something I was so bitchy so ungrateful woke up in a five-star hotel I was finding fault with everything um he took me to a beautiful beach he had to drive like two hours to get there and he was like are you okay you're really quiet and I was like you know what I'm going to use my words here and I just need to tell you that I'm so pissed off at you and I'm huffing with you because this beach is windy and I'm blaming you and he was like, oh my God. right, how can I fix this situation? Like, he's so fucking reasonable and kind and, like, non-judgmental. Whereas I would be like, fucking get a grip and come back to me when you're like, stop throwing your toys out of the pram. But he was very reasonable and accommodating. And I just had this day of pure and utter bitchiness. Now, I wasn't bitchy and horrible to other people just him and you know what I wasn't even being bitchy and horrible I was just so quiet and regressed inside of myself and I couldn't shift it and then he was like listen fine it's just a day don't worry about it and then I woke up the next day and I was like I am so sorry I do not know what happened to me yesterday and do you I get this my... though like often or do you think it was just you I think I get like lot? melancholy I feel like I get like slightly anxious or like a slight feeling of melancholy once in a while that I can't shift. I'm very good at talking myself around. You know, Jesus Christ, I can snap myself out of things. I I've learned mechanisms over the years. But this I've, is a year and a half and that was the first time that it's happened. And it really, it was it was not nice. And I messaged my sister um, who has had these sponsored silences for really all of her life. And I used to get so annoyed at her. Like we'd be in Dubai, for example, she'd come over for a holiday and she would just have a day of being really quiet. And I'd be like, for fuck's sake, Fiona, you're in Dubai. I'm bringing you to the best places. I'm showing you around. I'm lifting and laying you. Like, what the hell? And she'd Sorry, be like, I'm can we just, sorry, I just wanted to caveat. Laura's sister is called Fiona. Just oh, yes. FYI. And it's yeah. really funny because my sister is called Laura. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> very popular names back for the original, really original original moms. Um, so I'd be really frustrated with her, and she'd be like, "Just 
leave me alone and me being a people pleaser and a fixer I want her to let me know what can I do to make you feel better what can I do to snap you out of this and the way he was saying to me on the holiday what can I do and I was like change the fucking direction of the wind that's all you can do for me to snap out of this and I messaged her and I said I now get it it's something that like encases you that you cannot get out of no matter how hard you try I sat and I reminded myself of all the things that I have to be grateful for I was sitting on a fucking beach in Rhodes for Christ's sake the sun was shining it was beautiful I had a cocktail in my hand I had nothing to worry about but sometimes those moods just take you and for love nor money you cannot turn it off I cannot imagine you having melancholy Oh my god. Well I've seen you upset and like annoyed or whatever, usually about a client, but like Yeah, it was you know. pure melancholy and I just I felt so sad and like it was like a hopelessness and I know this is sounding really dramatic, but oh it was god, a hopelessness it, it was, it was so weird and I thought it was a hormonal issue because usually, you know, that happens and then you hate your life and everybody and then three days later you have your period and you're like, ah, that was the realisation. Hormones are absolute bastards. This was something else. I'm not really quite sure what it was. I also had, you know, maybe some other, you know, stuff I was thinking about at home that I had to address mm-hmm. when I returned from leave and stuff. And I think when we don't acknowledge things on the surface, deep down, they really do fester. Mm. And they come out in so many different ways, whether that's anxiety or frustration or being in a bad mood or really short with people. So I think probably it was a combination of those things. But my goodness, he handled it like a champ. He could have told me to wise the bap and like basically told me to go fuck myself, but he didn't. He was like, what can I do to help you? Tell me if I'm pushing you too much because he was like, what can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that? And then when I was like, I've been such a bitch and I don't know why, I channeled Lisa McFarland, who always says, use your big girl words, just get it out there. And instead of me festering all day saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I was like, I'm pissed off at you and I'm huffing with you because this beach is too windy. I know that it's absolute lunacy, but that's how I feel right now. I'm annoyed at myself, but I just need to put it out there. And he was like, that's fine. We can deal with that. What I can't deal is with you being cute, um, like mute and quiet all day telling me it's fine. That's what I can't handle. And that was a lesson for me. When you're having those pissed off moods, just say it. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't justify and reconcile it and you know you're sounding like a crazy person, once you get it out there, it just, it lightens the load. So I definitely learned from that. And I, you know, definitely learned that, yeah, he, he, yeah he, he's great and how do you feel do you feel now because a lot of the time as well the first holiday is either make or break and obviously you're not you're still together but like do you feel that now like you've had that time where you're because I think that a lot of the time especially in your relationship you've been together a year but you've been very much in your space when you Absolutely. take yourself out of your space kind of like what people were saying to me about going on real dates rather than like hanging out at your house because you're outside of the of your bubble do you feel that you are closer in that way now? Yeah, you've had and, that experience. You know, absolutely. And we had a really interesting evening that I would like to share. And it's something that we have talked about in the podcast. And I, you, I, 
something that we've talked about I put into practice mm, and okay. I'm not being disingenuous when I say that I've learned so much from this podcast by putting things into practice so on the last night of the holiday um we sat down with a, a bottle of wine and instead of like attacking him or vice versa I just asked him you know let's have a little bit of a relationship MOT. Like, how do you feel about things? Um, you know, what are you loving about our relationship and me? What can I maybe do better? Like, this is our chance to, you know, just kind of talk and get into the nitty gritty. Um, and he said to me, um, the PDAs I really don't like. It makes me so uncomfortable. And you always thought it was a joke, but it's really not. Um, and I said, that's fine. I didn't realize how serious you were about it until I saw you literally like swimming away from me in the swimming pool in desperation. Like it was I wonder a joke. why though. I wonder why. What makes that's another conversation. Like... We'll talk okay. about those things another time. And then uh, he said, I think that you have created such an idealized version of a relationship and a boyfriend. And sometimes I feel like I fall short of that. Oh. And again, he's right. Sometimes I can... Mm, I'm going to say sometimes I can be a little bit passive aggressive with things if something isn't the way I like I won't just come out and say it I'll I'll say like a little sly or comment or dig so he's right with that and I held my hands up and said you're right and then he was like do you have anything you'd like to talk about and I was like let me get out my filofax <laughs> and my appendix and I basically just talked to him about a few things that you know, very small things, nothing massive, but they're things that I know that if I didn't flag early on, they would have the potential to snowball. Um, just some, like the smallest things that would mean nothing to anybody else. But to me, I just wanted to put them out there and I did. And he was like, okay, I get that. You know, he counteracted what I was saying with his point of view, which is exactly what the whole point of this conversation is and in the end we both said right I'm really we're, we're both really really glad where we you know we know where each other stands now with things and it's just very important to be continuously mindful of it and those little so MOT great. checks are so important because there he is there he's waving to me he's taking the dog for a walk well it's um, kind of like when you go when you have a job you have an annual review and that's basically I, what it is isn't it and it is it is like that because the job is a relationship isn't it between uh is a contractual agreement between two people and so is a relationship maybe not you know physical contract but you know you've made promises to each other and I think that's so great do you, do you feel good women, about it now do you yes feel good? men and women are so different we're wired differently and that is a fact. We all know that we're wired differently. And what I feel and what he feels are so different. We construe things in such a different way. And I think it is so important just to have those conversations because, you know, I've learned from my mistakes. I've let things fester inside of me to the point where they become unfixable. Mm. And you if I just had had the exactly, and if I just had had the balls to have those chats early on, early doors, chances are, you know, mm. we could have resolved them. So do you know what? I've learned from my mistakes. Just fucking say it. And you just gotta say it. And it's like, <clears throat> and it works with in every romantic situation. Literally from a first, you know, first couple of dates with someone, and you you wanting to, you're feeling a little bit about oh god about something. 
just fucking say it. If they can't handle it and they piss off, that's their fucking problem, you know? And it's the same with, you know, two years down the line. If someone is like, you know, making you feel not worthy enough to ask the questions, then they ain't worthy either. One million percent. And like you said in one of the recent podcasts, um, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was the Silver Fox. And you were like, hey, why did I not hear back from you? Like that wasn't yeah. cool or, you know, and he came back to you and he, he sent you a very honest um answer. And a lot of the time you just have to freaking use your words mm. and say the things and yeah it overall was a brilliant holiday except my bit day one day of being a psycho bitch from hell um and I did a little Instagram post on that actually and I had a lot of messages from women saying the same thing like Mm. sometimes you cannot shake that mood for love nor money um I don't know what it is I'd I'd, I'd be interested to do a little bit more research on that considering the fact that my sister has the same thing maybe i'm reading way too much into it it's just one of those things that we all have to endure every now and again i also think that when you spend obviously you live together but when you spend 24 hours with someone especially something like a holiday like i need i i have not been on holiday with a boyfriend for a very long time i actually can't remember going on holiday with a boyfriend actually no me and my ex the tim nice but dim ex the dickhead ex that we like to I don't know, well, he doesn't even have a name. Um, when we were on holiday together in London, there were there were a few times where I was like, we need to have some space. Mm-hmm. Because, and sometimes it's just too much, too intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's, you, you would be my boyfriend. I don't need space from anybody. I can live on top of every human on this planet and not need space. I go to recharge with other people. I recharge with conversation and social activity. He is the opposite. He recharges by needing space, sitting, like he brought seven books with him. All he wanted to do was read, recharge separately. And I just tried to remind myself that that's not personal. Yeah, We're just wired completely differently. Um, And he has a very solo character, you know, He's very, whilst he's very inclusive of me and always considerate of my feelings, he is a lot better in his own skin and in in his own company. So yes, that's funny because it would probably be a little bit of a flip reverse, Fiona. You and him would get on very well in that respect that Mm. you're, you know, you really recharge um, alone. I would be the complete opposite, as you know. I definitely need, I need need someone that... um, but you are someone that understands that it's not personal. Yeah. Whereas well, now I, no, I understand well, that. Previously, I wouldn't have been attuned enough. But Well, this is the thing. Yeah. My ex, my most recent ex, when I needed that Thursday night to myself and I needed to just, you know, be on my own, he would take that a little bit personally. Mm-hmm. And mm. then it would come out when he drank, and it's like, no, 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 because and he it, didn't address the thing. He didn't he address didn't it. He'd always be like, words. "Don't worry, darling. You enjoy your night. You enjoy your night." And then it would come out at, yeah. when he was drunk, and he'd be like, "You don't want to spend time with me. Like, you don't." Blah, blah. And it's like, isn't what? that the perfect example mm. of using your words and just totally. saying it there and then, and even saying caveating it with? I know this might sound really needy and I'm very conscious of it, but I still have to say it. And then it wouldn't come out. But anyways, Fiona, this was wonderful. This was wonderful. Talking to you. I'm so I'm glad so... to be back. I've really missed you. I and missed I've you. just missed shooting the breeze with you and just so... loving life and I'm sharing so... all of our stories. 
I'm so glad we got to address the silver fox because it has been on my mind that so many people ask questions. And I just want to say again, like I cannot get over how many people messaged because it was so many. We're still, I'm still, I got a message this morning from a girl in Australia who messaged and was like, I just listened to the silver fox. He sounds really hot. Is he hot? And I was like, yes, he is really hot. I was out and about in Belfast recently at a Balmoral show, which is basically a oh, farmer yeah, convention. That. And this girl who I don't know was like, oh my God, I listened to your podcast. What about the Silver Fox? And I was like, oh my God, yes. Don't know this girl, what? but Honestly. Silver Fox is like topic of conversation. Honestly. But, um, so as funny. always, with season two, we are going to try to be a little bit more structured because, you know, season one, we were totally winging it. And whilst we're going to continue in the same stream for for um, season two, we're gonna structure it a bit more. And obviously that means hearing from you. If there's any topics that you want us to discuss, anything at all, if you want our advice, if you wanna share some brilliant stories with us, inspiring stories, cringe stories, we're here for it all. You know where to find us. Instagram's probably easier. And we are Love Bites podcast underscore or you can drop us an email info at lovebitespodcast.com thank you so much see you later see you later